Welcome to the Dear Beloved Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear beloved, welcome back. Today we have a special guest for you guys. My friend Sammy is here to talk about all the things that she's doing, all of the good things. Um, We met a couple of months ago and it has been, we were fast friends from the beginning, I would say. So Sammy, why don't you introduce yourself and what you're up to? Yes. Hi, everybody. I'm Sammy. I'm so thankful to be here on the podcast. And yes, we made fast friends. It was just been such a blessing um, to have each other through this just entrepreneurial journey and friendship and life journey. So thank you for having me. (laughs) Um, What am I up to these days? Oh my gosh. Well, I am chasing after my 15-month-old, who is just such a busy bee. Um, I'm also preparing for a newborn, uh, a new baby, who's coming in July. July 15th is my new due date for our second. Um, and then in all my free time, <laughs> um, no, I do. I work on the business, on Unshaken Wellness, and um, yeah, creating community here in Grand Rapids as well, because we just moved here um, like in 2020, so it's been a good time. <laughs> That's awesome. Why don't you um, tell us what Unshaken Wellness is? Yeah, so Unshaken Wellness is a uh, birth coaching company, um, and basically I see clients virtually or um, in person if they're local here in Grand Rapids, and uh, we invite their spouse in as well, and we really just work together with God to create an empowered birth plan for them. And so I focus right now, a lot A lot of my clients really want natural empowered hospital births. Um and so we kind of dive into good ways to advocate for themselves, their plan, their their birth choices and preferences. And um, as a nurse, I'm in a unique position to um, really understand what's offered in the hospital setting. And so I'm able to help them um, know which interventions will be offered and help them discern uh, kind of where they want their birth to go. And it's been such a blessing. Um so yeah, I love working with all different kinds of moms and different like plans that they have. Um, so that's what it is. It's funny. It actually like started as just a general like health coaching kind of type company. And then I quickly realized that my passion really was um, with birth and with working with moms and families. Um, and part of that came from I, uh, you know, when I was preparing for the birth of my first daughter, uh, I knew that I wanted a natural birth because we want to eventually have home births. And so really, um, I realized there was just such a gap, uh, in education for women specifically wanting this. And it's just such a disservice because what I see happening a lot with my clients, especially if they are not first time moms is their first time birth experience does not go as planned because they just kind of show up to the hospital and they really just put a lot of trust into the healthcare providers and exactly how it's going to go. Um, and unfortunately just because of, you know, lack of training or lack of evidence, making its way into medicine or, you know, even 
like money and insurance purposes, a lot of times, um, you know, mom and baby's best interest may not be um, first priority. And so really, uh, I noticed that like as I was going through my birth prep, I'm like, you know, even as a nurse, I do know a lot about birth. But I wanted to be totally Im immersed in this education um, so that I could create the best outcome um, for myself in this in that situation in my hospital birth. And so since then, I've just been such like a research nerd. I'm always looking up, you know, the best research for just birth and postpartum and love integrating that and working with my clients. So that is so wonderful. And you have such a unique perspective being a nurse, having that medical background, um, and being a mama, like, you know, having gone through that and your own journey. And that is what you pour into the clients because you're like, Hey, there's these things that I really <laughs> would have liked to know. Um, and if I weren't a nurse, I would be way more lost than I am, you yeah. know? So I love that that's kind of where you're coming from. Absolutely. I love that too, because it feels like such a um, well-rounded approach, right? I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, mom, a nurse, you know, I've uh, given birth naturally. I'm preparing for a home birth for this baby. And so I do love you to- You are? Bring... Yeah. I like you haven't told me. Oh my gosh. I have a midwife. We're doing home birth. So it'll be such another different perspective, but like a, or a different experience, but like a nice- yeah like one that I was planning for and, and hoping for. And so, yeah, that's the plan for this baby. And I'm so excited because, you know, while hospital birth is, is absolutely for the, maybe the best choice for some women and is a good choice depending on what's right for you. And I think discerning that with like your spouse and God and just knowing yourself is so important. Mm -hmm. But um, for me, you know, I did have to kind of fight so hard in that setting for things I did not want to happen to me or, you know, maybe did want as a priority. And in the home birth setting, it can just be um, a lot easier to um, not have to fight so hard for those choices. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I just want to say like, I don't know how many moms <laughs> listen to this podcast, but I have enjoyed following all of your content because I'm like, store that away, store that away because these things are, are really interesting to me, even though that's not the season I'm in yet. And I'm yeah. totally the planner and I'm totally the person who's like, I want to learn all about it yes. before I'm in that season. So I love all of the content you put out. So keep going. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's been such a fun journey. It's been such a learning process, but I just love like, yeah, like I said, like educating people. I have a degree in elementary ed as well. And so I, I love teaching. It's just mm -hmm. about this specific thing. And I think um, knowledge is so powerful in any mm -hmm. season, like you said, like even with your work and like, you know, more marriage formation, just like preparing for that vocation and, um, it just helps us prepare. It not only reduces fear, right? Like mm -hmm. whatever it is, like fear of birth, fear of marriage, like whatever that may be, but it can like also just really empower you to like when that time does come, you you're, yeah. you feel so trustworthy of yourself and like mm -hmm. in, in control, like obviously along with God. But I just feel like it's just so important. Um, and there can be such a gap, like, and like I said, like in, in emphasizing that for women in whatever season or vocation they're in, like whether it's preparing for marriage or birth, like it's, it can be so aligned because I feel like there isn't a lot of emphasis on the importance of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
just learning like all there is to learn and, and what's out there is sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, like the programs are like the educational like videos and things like that, that like I see providers sending to their, their, uh, patients. I'm like, this doesn't cover hardly anything. And I think finding mm-hmm. that good balance is so important. Like they don't need to doctor it and like childbearing, you know, and like childbirth. Yeah. And, but they also need a little bit more than what's, what's offered to them. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally love that. And like I see a huge shift and I know you see it the same way that there's been a lot of kind of blind trust in the medical profession for a generation or two or three where now we're getting to a generation who's starting to question. Yeah. And it is so necessary for there to be resources for us to like raise these questions in an environment where it's it is exploratory and it's not saying no that's no longer good right all of these you know for some reason or other these medical interventions were brought because they thought it would be some good right and so we can't just dismiss all of that and all of the hard work of the medical profession. But I think there's a lot of people who are starting to see that, especially with birth, it's not a disease or something that's bad, that it's actually natural and beautiful and the way we were designed, that it doesn't have to be so medicated. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I, like, I, I feel that shift. Yeah. <laughs> and so often... Yeah. Yeah. And so often that shift is like then a a banishing of the medical profession and it's like solely natural and all these things. And I just feel like there is a good balance that we can get to. And I love that you're providing the education for that balance. Yes, absolutely. Because it doesn't have to be black and white and it's not. Every woman's situation is different in, in terms of where she feels most comfortable, what she needs based on her medical history for her birth mm-hmm. um, and, and where that's located. And I think it's 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 interesting because I feel like that's kind of twofold. Like one is we're, we can still place trust. Obviously, like you said, it's not um, one way or the other in the medical profession. And, and we, as we should, especially like all the life-saving measures that they can offer and things like that. But I think it, what it comes down to is more um, a conversational type approach to medis- medicine and um, an informed consent approach. So mm-hmm. it's um, women coming into the hospital and being like prepared and, um, and then the medical professionals like honoring that plan or working mm-hmm. together um, to just like come up with plan B or C. And so I really love with my clients, like something I will do is, um, you know, like if this is offered, here are some like really good ways to help you decide whether or not like you want that to happen. Now, before, you know, what before people were taught to kind of question or just like better understand their bodies or this process in order to trust it, it was like, yes, of course, like whatever works, but then what they don't understand is those implications, the implications of those interventions, right? They can cause different things. And so just having that conversation, um, being prepared, that shift is amazing. And I think part of that shift is coming back to God and coming back to um, just placing him at the center of these experiences and knowing that, um, you know, it can be very spiritual as it should be and kind of learning from 
um, and relying on just like your faith and the saints and all of these things and making it a spiritual experience because it can truly carry you through um, birth as well. And I think people are going back to the original healer, going back to God who created this design for birth um, and looking at kind of him for like direction on um, how to trust their bodies and just allow this process to happen. And so I love being a part of that shift. I think it is so amazing. And it just gives women more power. Like, like, I think it can be so, um, uh, you know, it's, it can be such a powerful experience going into birth. It is like, it's a, such a transformational thing. And it's part of like your motherhood hood journey. And it's, it's a start of your motherhood journey. It's such a beautiful vocation. And I think, um, feeling like you had control of that situation and that you were able to work with your providers to create like the best outcome possible for you and baby is just a beautiful start to that, to that vocation. And it's such an important one to, um, honor and to respect. So, yeah. I love that. So when did you start your business? So I started my business. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm like, this is literally crazy. So my daughter was born in November. Um, and then I officially launched in September of the following year. So it was September of, uh, 20 is 2023, right? 2022 is like my official launch leading up to that. I, you know, did a ton of like different prep and was like working on it in the background. But, um, my official launch was September of last year. Um, That is crazy. (laughs) Not even a one-year-old. I know it was crazy. And you know, it's been so cool. And I think part of it was like, I knew I wanted to be home with her. Um, and making that happen was kind of like doing, but I knew I also wanted to have something I could pour my heart and soul into and utilize my nursing degree. I worked so hard for. And so that kind of really did give me the push to like make my own schedule, be an entrepreneur and like still be able to be home full time with her. So yeah. How did, how did you decide that that was the right time? Yeah. So I felt like with, well, (laughs) that's a funny question too, because I'm like, I don't necessarily know that I chose like, oh, September. Like I felt like I kept pushing out the launch because I was a little bit like, (laughs) once I do it, like I can't go back. Like, oh my gosh, what am I going to (laughs) do? Um, and like, it feels like a lot of pressure to do it and to put yourself out there like on social or whatever it is, um, or even in your community. But like, I felt like it was a combination of things. Like I kept trying to just be really prayerful about it. Like, okay, God, is this kind of what you're asking me to do? Is this your intention of me to like be working my own business? And then if so, what population just kind of show me, um, who who you, what women you want me to work with. Mm -hmm. But I think a huge part of it was just, um, finding people in your circle and, and your support that like you can tell about this idea and that they will kind of urge you and support you to like continue to do it. And so like a couple people that are coming to mind, like my spouse is, was huge and pivotal and like pushing me to do this and being so supportive of it. I mean, like, I know you will change lives. I know this work is needed. So like just keep pushing. Um, and then people like you, because when we met, I just remember like I did like the, the, um, 
intensive goal intensive setting with you was like one of Mm -hmm. our first interactions. And I was like, okay, I really just want someone to help me like formulate my thoughts and formulate a plan. And I also need like an accountability buddy who's like Catholic and wants like what's best for my business and will pray for my business. And so I feel like having that type of support and community was so huge. And so like after that session, it was like, okay, well, she believes in me and she thinks it's needed too. And then continuing our relationship has really helped with that because I feel like it's just that support that virtual entrepreneurs really need um, Mm -hmm. is is like that accountability for sure. Because sometimes you won't do it for yourself. And so that goal intensive setting was huge. And then just our meetings that we have now, um, I definitely think helped me to like decide that that was the right time. But I think definitely prayer and then take messy action. So like, is there ever a good time? Like there probably won't be. So like, if you don't do it now and like take that messy action, um, regardless of what it looks like, um, even if you don't feel fully prepared for it, um, is, is so important because once you start, you're like, like I said, then the pressure is on. You don't really stop. You're just like, mm-hmm. have to do it. And so I think that is definitely setting a goal and making it happen now, even if it isn't like this perfect, um, you know, <laughs> this perfect thing you're doing. You just got to yeah. take the action now is like what I would say, kind of what helped me to just like make the transition and, and start it. What's up, beloved fam? It's me, Laura Jean, interrupting this episode to tell you about my flagship program, Made Beloved. Made Beloved is a proximate marriage preparation program that was designed with single individuals and dating couples in mind. When I was getting my master's in marriage and family theology, I was filled with so much gratitude that I got to study those topics as a single woman. I knew that what I was learning was changing my life not only then, but would change everything moving forward. I created this program not as a typical marriage preparation program where you already know who and when you're getting married, but more to answer the big questions of, was I made for this? What are these longings teaching me about the design of God for marriage? Is there really something that can fulfill all of these desires of my heart? And if there is, how do I start building the life that supports these beautiful design of the creator? We go over all of that and more in the 12-week Made Beloved program. I only open up registration a couple of times a year, so go to thebelovedcollective.com to learn more and to sign up for our waitlist to be the first to know when registration opens up. Looking for curated, beautiful paper goods and intentional products to simplify your life? Then look no further than the Beloved Co. Shop. Yes, my very own product shop is here. Each product is made with the intention of helping you live well in the present moment. Stationery to help you connect with others, desk pads to help you remember what's really important as we plan out our weeks, and so much more intentional Catholic products to help you be a saint now and prepare you well for your future. These also make excellent gifts, so if you are looking for a gift for someone special in your life, check out the Beloved Co. shop on our website, thebelovedcollective.com. That's beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. And as always, you can find the link in our show notes. Mm -hmm. I love that because I find that that's so true in my experience and in other people's experience that they had 
these, this dual aspect of support, this like close support of a spouse or a close friend or the people in your circle Mm -hmm. who know you really well and who can be like, dude, like you got to do this, right? But then another crucial aspect is that outside like support and like because as soon as you say something to someone who you're not talking to every day it is out there in the world and for you to like not go through with it it's like I don't know it's like another thing where you're like oh my gosh no I have to do it because I told that person I have to do it exactly yeah and And that doesn't with like the launch. Cause like if you launch your business, it's like anything. Let's say you talk about yeah. something else in your business you're going to do. You're like, Oh yeah. And I'm going to do this. I'm offering this. Well, Oh, now I really am offering. This. <laughs> okay. Oh. Any entrepreneurs out there understand what we're saying right now? <laughs> like, oh, I said that, I guess I'm doing it. Oh, wow. Oh, I told, yeah. I had a conversation with another entrepreneur a couple of weeks ago and she was like, well, I said I would launch on Friday. So I guess I got to launch on Friday. <laughs> Like, it's so true. You tell people and you have to – like, okay, this is a tangent because I feel very strongly about this topic, but, um, like, I think that we need to repair our relationships with ourselves in terms of, like, making promises because when we make a promise to ourselves, often when our plates get too full or our schedule becomes too busy or we are tired – the first promise we're going to break is that one to ourselves because no one else is counting on that, Mm -hmm. right? And so that just becomes easy and commonplace. And after some time goes by and you've done that enough times, when you promise yourself to do something, you don't even believe it yourself, yeah. Right. And and yeah. I, I know we've heard like as soon as you write down a goal, you're like 70 percent more likely to actually follow through with that goal. Because look, like if you think about it, it's getting out of your head. Yeah. Um, but like what if we repaired that relationship with ourselves mm-hmm. where we hold like that promise to ourselves as important as that like saying you're launching something on social media, like that important. (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyone else, like we're always, and and having that be priority and taking a step further, it's crazy because I feel like a lot of times for me, what I find that can be is like my prayer life. Like I'm like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I have this commitment to do the daily readings once in the morning. And it's like, oh my gosh, if my daughter needs something, like how quickly I am to be like, put a pause on that, which, you know, it makes sense and to a point, but also like having things be a non-negotiable and like mm-hmm. kind of allowing your priorities and your prayer life and just everything to, like you said, be as important as when you commit to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> and that's where like discipline comes in over like, oh, I feel like doing this today. Like, no, it's like, what are you going to do today? Yeah. <laughs> if you promised yourself last night as you crawled into bed that you would take a shower before work, then you're going to get up and shower yeah. before work. Like, yeah. you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, what would you tell someone who is listening to this who maybe has like a big decision on on the horizon or they like feel this need that they have to do something right, make a change, take a big risk, but they're scared to do that. Like, yeah. 
what would you tell them to like to take that step? Man, I guess just, yeah. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard because it can be so like, I'm trying to think of the right word, but um, like, cause it's, it's like action over fear, right? Cause it, it can be so fearful. It's unknown of like whatever choice that it could be, right? You're like, oh, well, if I do that, then X, Y, Z may happen or you know what I mean? And so I think it's, how do you reduce that fear of that action, right? What like, what do you need to do to like make it happen? You know, and sometimes it may be like more education or like a to-do list to get to like that goal or that decision. Um, but I think a lot of times it's just like, you just, you just have to do it. You have to make the choice or you can like, like we said earlier, like if you're kind of you know, talking to people, um, within your circle that you trust or going to God first, maybe going to adoration and like not bringing anything and just like sitting there and kind of like having conversation with the Lord and seeing like what, making sure that, you know, he really is like pulling you to do this, this decision, like, or, or if it's one way or the other. Um, and an example of that, I guess, as far as like, making a big decision or like trusting in the Lord for his plan is like, I felt like in my business, like the moment that I stopped relying on my own understanding for a lot of the things like decisions I was making or how I was going to get clients, how I was marketing, um, things like that, or just any decision in my life really. And started spending more time like in prayer and, and adoration and just really trying to put him at the center of my life and my business is like when the effort wasn't even like I didn't even really have to put in all the effort. Like it was like he was almost doing it for me just by serving him and like being present with him in that way. So I definitely think like just taking action, whatever that looks like to you, but also like in alignment, I think with your relationship with God is is number one. And the way that I think you'll, there's no doubt you will come to the right conclusion. Yeah, no, I really like that. And I think I would add, find those, that dual support. You know, yeah. find those people who are close to you and find somebody who you admire maybe in the space that you're making the decision in or someone you look up to in general um, who isn't walking with you every day to yeah. um, to talk to and confide in and things like that because they're going to have a different perspective. And who knows? They may be one of those people who then become part of your everyday. <laughs> but- yes. Well, and I agree. I think it is so much about that too. Like it's it's finding people, like I said, like you said, in your inner circle, but then people that have like this outside view of like, okay, I don't know what's going on, like maybe in your day to day, but this is what I hear you saying, and like, and this is kind of what my take on it would be, and. And it's just, and I think, you know, I even think about it from our business perspective with like either birth coaching or your program, like, you know, preparing for the vocation of marriage. And it's like, people may say like, okay, well, when is a good time to do these things? Like, I don't know. Like, do I take action now? Do I wait? Like, I don't know. And kind of what I would have to say to that is just like, well, I feel like it's super important to just do it now because if you don't do it now, by the time you need this education or this formation, like it may be too late. And so just like, if you feel it like on your heart to learn more about like any area, like you said, then just really doing it now is probably the best because before you know it, you'll be married and having babies. (laughs) and You're like, I need to know all the things. Exactly. No, that's so true. Like, and think about it this way. 
if you're thinking about something and it keeps coming to your mind and you're like, ooh, is this the time or is this not the time? Think of, well, it's coming to your mind. So maybe that's God's way of telling you you have to think about yeah. it and take action now. Like I can't tell you how many times that that's been true in my life where I've maybe either – Right. Like I've, I've had it happen both ways where I've t like had this thought and did nothing about it. And yeah. when I thought that it would have been appropriate, I didn't even think of it and then forgot. Yeah. Or I've also had the experience when these things keep coming up and you're like, really, really? I have to think about this now. And then you like do, and then you're like, whoa, I could not imagine not doing that. Yes, you know yes. what I mean? Yes, so absolutely. If it's something that like, and God uses people too. So like if it's something that people keep bringing up to you or if you keep feeling these, this nudge on your heart in prayer or just in conversations you're having with your friends, like maybe that means it's time to talk about it or it's time to do that thing or it's time to find – that education, you know, something like that, if it's if it's on your mind and heart. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And two, it's also like, okay, well, yeah, I just like, I'm thinking like starting my business when I had a newborn, I was like, well, I just knew it was what I needed to do. Like, sometimes you just know, like, you're just like, yeah. I need to do this. And even, even yeah. though I'm scared, like, I just like, I know that I need, need to do it. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> well, like, just what, if you get that urge too, just like, doing it and like not being afraid of that failure or because well, I know we've talked about this before too like if you make the decision to do something and it's you're so focused on like the failure or what will this business look like three years mm. from now if my wife or family changes it's like I just we're really called to live in the present moment and not stress mm -hmm. so much about like you know <laughs> what if amen <laughs> yeah. yeah I love that well, something that I love to ask my guests um, is, has there been a quote that you've been loving lately Ooh. that you want to share? Oh, let me think. I feel like this is cheesy, but I guess just with my clients, I always do. I was, I was born for this by Joan of Arc because I feel like it's just, I don't know. That's like, that's like a saint quote, but I'm trying to think of I something. I love that. I, I feel like that's could be used in like multiple situations, like not even just birth, but like to even be born and like live in this type of situation that our world is right now, <laughs> like our culture and just like whatever, or it could be like for marriage or for mm -hmm. like whatever insert in your vocation that you are at that moment. But I just feel like remembering that, like in your soul and your heart of hearts. It's so important to like come back to that when you're feeling like discouraged in whatever season you're in. So. Oh my gosh. I love that. And how fitting that <laughs> that's what you picked for today's conversation because it's like, Hey, if you're at that point, like, and you need a little bit of encouragement, there you go. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you were born for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> whatever it. it is and enter yeah. that. Enter <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for joining me and sharing all of your wisdom. Where can people find you? Oh, yes. Yeah. So people can find me at Instagram. It's um, unshaken underscore RN birth coach. And my website is just um, unshakenwellness.com. 
And uh, yeah, so either of those two places you can find me. Right now, I'm offering one-on-one coaching with clients and spouses. Usually I do like a four, one-hour um, birth prep package session with my clients with like a birth plan and all these things. But I'm actually launching in April a group coaching session as well, which will be really great. Um, it's called Birthing with the Saints. And it's um, basically a birth education program, but where we dive into all things birth and what you need to know, but it also leaves room for, you know, question and answers with me and kind of group discussion. And, um, it has a workbook where we'll walk through, walk with a saint each week. And so we have a theme for each of our weeks and I'm really excited. So we have trust like mother Mary defend like St. Joseph. And with that one, we'll invite the spouse in and make sure that he knows how to like defend your plan and birth choices. Um, and then we'll help you understand suffering uh, with John Paul II and uh, have courage like St. Gianna. So we really just like look at these amazing saints and um, people's lives and just kind of call on them during this amazing process. So yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, can I, can I sign up? This, yeah. this time? <laughs> you can. Actually you should. Yeah. We all, we all need it. It's going to be so fun. It's going to oh. just a beautiful experience and I'm just really excited to like I feel like I did some market research I don't know of any like truly you know rooted in faith birth prep programs yeah. and so this really is I feel like a good like really good foundation in bringing the saints bringing God Jesus Mary um and Joseph into your birth and mm-hmm. into your birth prep and it's it's so important and it can be so helpful to making it like a spiritual experience so I'm just so excited I love that oh my gosh and so even if you the listener right now does not is not in that season yeah I bet you know someone or like seven (laughs) people right now who are pregnant because I could name about seven people who I know are pregnant right now so like share this episode with them share these resources with them these resources these resources will be in my in the show notes, so I'll have all the links to Sammy's stuff. But um, that's my challenge to you this week. You know people who are in that season. <laughs> Send these resources to them because chances are they would love to hear about it. Absolutely. And it is so much like you were saying earlier about just having these, um, connections and these Mm -hmm. people who that like, you know, good relationships. And I felt like even this program, for instance, I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. I have the best business mentor ever because you helped me. I was like, I need to Catholicize. I need to make it more like more Catholic than it is right now. Help me. discern what we need to add to this to just really help people walk with with God so yeah <laughs> amazing why people outside of your circle is really helpful and that support so helpful yeah <laughs> amazing well thank you so much thank for joining you. us and uh, I will talk to you all next time thanks for tuning into the dear beloved podcast if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review And don't forget to follow along at The Beloved Collective on Instagram and YouTube. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D.